welcome to Classically Awful, a Blake 7 podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Imogen. And I'm the other, other one, the other half of the hosting um, half-life. And I'm Megan, and we've got two dogs. One, one reasonably well-behaved dog and one, one little monster. One monstrous animal. And we've got some angry man beers. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. So it's well past 12. And uh, yeah. Uh, I think well bit. past is a little bit generous there, yeah. but it is past 12. It is so. past. It is past. <laughs> Um, and today we are, well, let's start today start. off with our usual um, opening of card segments. We all make a game of skill. Your move, I think. Which is my, is my favourite part so of exciting. my day. Um, um, you want to go first this time? No, you're, you're, I think, I think no, it's my turn to go first. Go first. I don't know, no, I went first last time. I know I did. You did mm-hmm. first this time. All right, sorry, but it's a beer in. I need to calm my nerves in case I get something totally, like, totally amazing. Okay, not looking good so far. Okay, we've got Avon and Jenna. Well, I don't know what episode that's from. Is that from the first episode? Yeah, that I think is. that's from the very first episode, yeah. Yeah, that's she's wearing space that, for. that sparkly top. That she should, somehow she gets a sparkly top, whereas no one else does. Yeah, because she's a chick, maybe. Yeah. And then I've got, what's this, a checklist. Has it got a list of all the cards? Header card, Federation cards, the way back. So, yeah, it looks like it's got the gold foil cards. So it's a checklist of all the cards that we've got. So we might have to we might have to put this in some sort of Excel spreadsheet and sort sort that out. Yeah. Because we're going <laughs> to – it looks like there's only 35, 54 cards. That's interesting, even Funny. including the signature cards. No, and then there's, the, then there's the nine gold foil cards, and we've got two of those. We've got Avon and... No, 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 we've got more than that. We've got about five of those. We've got Jenna. We've got Jenna, Blake, Avon, Villa, I okay. think. Yep. Um, and then there's autograph cards, and there's, that's an unknown number. Ah, unknown, hey? So I think we probably we probably would have cracked through quite a number of the ones that we've got. Yeah, I think so. But anyway, so that's we've got guide. a whole other box, too. But I, card. I mean, we're only really looking for... Um, Sign cards, anyway. That's so right. We're, we're going mining so we can quit our jobs. Yes, that's right. Become, um, become, I don't know, what is it? I don't know. Trading card millionaires. That's yeah, what that's I was saying. that's right. So then we've got one of Blake and Ben Glind, which is from Voice from the Past. I don't know if we've got that one yet. No, I don't think we do, actually. It's yeah. a very weird episode. Yeah. Okay, Cosmo. Dude. You are not good sound-wise. Dude. Come on. Where's the puppy? We'll have to put you outside. Shall we put you outside? Oh, we'll probably cope with that a bit better today. But yes, um, no, yeah, I, that's a weird episode. I, I like that episode, but so it is I. weird. Yeah, I, yeah. And I've got um, Travis and Mutoid from Duel, which we watched the other yeah. week. Yeah, in the day. And then one repeat in the thing. thing. No, uh, uh, two of the same cards. Two of the same cards. Oh, come on. But then we do have a gold one. Of the, the whole crew. Of the crew. So F1. Awesome. I think F1. we might, we might already have that one. You reckon? Yeah, I think we might. I think we might have got that one in one of our first packs. Oh, there you go. So but that's that a good be one. A special one for a Patreon. Oh yes, it's just a good special one for a Patreon gift. Uh, we get uh, we get a Patreon patron. Okay, now I get to open now. <laughs> if we get a patron, we've, we've, got, a we've pa- got two patrons who aren't us. Oh really? Yeah, that's two patrons awesome. who aren't us. Um, but I keep trying to get my husband to, to sponsor us, and he's like, I don't want us. I won't yeah. give you money. No. And he's like, it's not about the money; it's about the numbers. Okay, yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. And he's a mathematician; he should know this. Yeah, but he's not a he's not a, an expert in marketing play, oh, right. the way okay. I apparently am. Like um, okay, so uh, my first one is Villa and Avon. It's, it's a repeat um, from uh, Killer. Then I've got Row again, another repeat from um, that's Horizon. from Horizon. Yeah. I, yeah, I like that episode, but there's yeah, some really 
problematic things about it. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. It's yeah. from Orac, or the one no, after Orac. Yeah, uh, Redemption, I think, isn't it? Yeah, Redemption, yeah. the one after the one, the first episode of series two. So that's yeah. How many episodes are in fourteen? It's not many, or is it? It's fifty-two divided by four. Or I'm not. I'm not the mathematician. So. <laughs> I can't do math. Anyway, I, I think we've only got a couple more left of season one. Yeah, I don't think season one's usually long. No. Um, and then we've got Ensor from Orac, yeah. which is coming up soon. Does it say what time? What episode it is? No, it doesn't say which episode. And then from today's. Oh wow, cool. Tarvin and Jenna um, from today's episode Bounty. Uh, all nice cards. A couple or well, too many repeats, but yeah. As I said, we're probably going to be getting into the repeats. Quite a bit it's soon. So I might sort of just repeat, 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 and something kind of got. Yeah. It'll become a faster segment potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Which fab? That means we'll have to think of another segment. Mm. A lot of time. Or I'm thinking of segments that we can do that come from fully illustrated Terry Nations Blake Seven the Program Guide, the definitive handbook to the BBC TV series compiled by Tony compiled by Tony Atwood. Well, yeah, that's a good idea because in that. In Terry Nation's Blake 7, the program guide, the definitive handbook of BBC TV is compiled by Tony Atwood. There is a back section which gives, there's a glossary and there's um, some sections about each actor and a few stories. And there's a pretty cool, um, I'm trying to find it right now because it is pretty funny. There is like information about how to contact like the relevant fan clubs. Yeah, a couple of those fan clubs I'm sure are still around. I'm sure still exist, but they've got like, they've got quite quaint little. you know, um, PO boxes and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, I'm trying to find fan clubs and bibliography. The Avon fan club, one Elm Grove, Hildenborough, Tunbridge, Kent. I think you know what? I think when I was a kid, I actually sent off to that. Did you? And I think they sent me back like a magazine or something. I can't oh, remember nice. exactly. But it would have had to cost money, so maybe that wasn't the case because I didn't know how to do money back then. Right. Well, it's, it produces a newsletter four times a year and a variety of stickers, posters, etc. So nice. it might be worth having a look to see if they've got an online presence or well, we'll have to look still at, around. We might look up Blake Seven Fan Clubs and, and have a little segment on them next week so we can see what, what, what's available. I know there's a couple of groups that they talk about in um, on the Facebook group. There's a few groups that get together and do um, viewings and signings and things like that, and um, yeah. that might be interesting to look at. Um, cool. Yeah, so... They've got, yeah, so few, like heaps of band clubs. We can do a um, segment of um, fan clubs then and now. Yes. And find out what's happened to them and whether they're still in operation. So and we what already know we have our lovely um, Blake 7 online Facebook group. Yeah, the Facebook group's lovely. If anyone is interested in chatting about Blake 7, they they post, it's a very active group. There's about yeah. 5,000 members too. It's a big group. That's big. Yeah. yeah. And um, they're, they're, they're very chatty and friendly and um, taking part in fun things and telling you things you can do. I mean, obviously a lot of them are English and there's a lot of um, events where you can meet the cast, which is cool. I'd love to meet some of the cast, but so they're not likely to come out to Australia. No, no. Um, but, yeah, so lots of ways to interact with a fan. But um, today's episode, Megan. Okay, um, what's today's episode? Bounty. Bounty. Um, and it is... Opens with um, some more footage in Sherwood Forest as, yes. uh, as um, Blake and Callie sort of a Callie, oh, Callie in a fabulous a, jacket. Yeah, animal print jacket, which is I think it's really is that really camouflagey 
I mean, I suppose you don't know what Planet is except that we know it's Earth. Yeah. So there could be leopards there. There could be. It's leopard print. So like she could be trying to blend in with the natural... Well, there's a... Um, oh, okay. Crushing the strings a bit here. There's a Discworld uh, discussion about camouflage uh, in one of the in one of the Discworld novels where they're talking about the tiger. And, you know, the tiger's black and orange stripes. Yeah. I've also been listening to a lot of... No, I don't think it's a thick fish. So right. there's probably going to be some random facts put in yeah. here. Okay, awesome. Um, facts, facts are good. <laughs> but the tiger... Um, you wouldn't think the tiger would be a good colour yeah. for a jungle, but it's actually the orange and the black pulls the eye so that amongst the green foliage they're almost impossible to spot. So, you know, methods would probably be okay in the British forest. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, all, it's quite muted, but it is a fabulous jacket. It's great. And I'm glad that Callie gets a special one as well as Avon because, yes. yeah. Not dissimilar from the jacket that my friend Jane wore out the other night when we actually went to see the No Such Thing as a Fish ah, the Opera House. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, Everything is connected. Your jacket, Jane. We just have to get into some chemtrails and stuff. We'll be good there. Yes. <laughs> the conspiracy yes. theories. I know. There's a chemtrail going straight from Kelly to my friend, Jane. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so what they're doing, though, is they're sussing out um, where this dude, Sarkov, lives on planet Sherwood Forest. Yeah, they're trying to find, so they're trying to find him. And they're, they've worked out there's lots of patrols but no specific hazards, I guess, or people out, you know, being aggressive, but lots of guards. Yeah. What? Mm. And there's a reason why Callie is the one to find Sarkov. I mean, one of her friends from Aaron um, told her where That's they were. That's sort of later, but I don't know why. I mean, as we've done a lot about this episode, I don't know why the fuck most things are happening on this episode. Well, I, the, 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 the B storyline, or the, the better storyline, yeah, as I like to call it. Better. <laughs> B, B for better. <laughs> the B for better storyline um, is much more clear. Yeah, but there's also, right. there's a lot of dead time in this episode. Like, there's lots of just people running through forests. And... I think there's also just lots of really shitty dialogue from yeah, Sarkov. Yeah. God, it's awful. Um, but, yeah, they, they're running through this forest trying to find President, ex-President Sarkov. Ex-President Sarkov. Um, and, then a, planet and, they, and then a... Um, he is, he's not the president of the Federation, is he? He's the president of... Well, he's president of a planet called Lindor. Okay, that's yeah. right. He ran away from the planet called Lindor because away. of something that went wrong with the Federation. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get to that. we find that out at the end. Uh-huh. But, um, uh, yeah, they find this this Piss Wheat World Castle, which is it could be a folly on someone's... It looks like a Disney castle. It's, it's a set or I don't know what it is, but it, it looks like something you'd see in a really bad amusement park or yeah. a really bad, like Piss Wheat. We call it Piss Wheat World you know, in Australia. That's so yeah. That's a, it's like, a, a harken back to um, the degeneration. The yeah. So you oh could, damn, I'm still in Glen Rowan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you go into really, really crappy in regional Australia in particular, like the really, big really pineapple. crappy attractions off the side of the road when you're on a long road trip because Australia's such a huge country that. <gasps> Did I ever tell you? Sorry, side side Big banana, bar. big lobster, all that sort of rubbish. Did I ever tell you about the time we went to Leyland Brothers World? Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, but you So must. there's going to be a drop in there of the Leyland Brothers oh, theme yeah. because all over, over the country. Side after Leyland, after Leyland, travel all over the country. Side after Leyland Brothers. Travel all over the countryside. Ask the Leylands, ask the Leylands. Travel all over the countryside. Ask the Leyland Brothers. Anyway, there was a Leyland Brothers world um, halfway between Kipper's uh, Foster, north, one of the northern beaches, and um, Sydney. And we went on a school excursion oh, um, up okay. to Foster. And uh, on the way to Foster, we stopped, as you do for any school excursion when you're in high school, and stopped for a toilet break. Yeah. So we stopped at Leyland Brothers World, which had, which was about, I think, four or five days away from closing down. We looked it oh, up really? and it was nearly, it hadn't quite closed down. 
but in the back in the shop like we all went in to go to the toilet the shop had like these these shelves full of australian memorabilia with, and it was all covered with this it was the thick layer of dust none of it oh, had been moved for ages sad. and there was a fake um airs rock out the back which was about the size oh, of a house no. and you could go into the fake airs rock and then and, and it was it was so piss weak. Oh, it was so the most piss weak thing in the world and um yeah, I, I, it's just one of those places that it was it was a liminal space. You could almost expect yeah, it to like yeah. slip through the, the gaps into another dimension. Yeah, and there's it. another place. There used to be a big maze at Milligong. Yeah, just a big plywood maze. We used to go there a lot. But once you've been there once, you've been there once. It's yeah. not like it's a really not that no. cool. I suppose if you grew up in Milligong, it was the only thing to do on the weekend. Yeah, like the, the big hedge maze from Harry Potter. It ain't. No. Um, but, yeah, Australia's got, like, a good proud history of Piss Week Worlds. Yeah. And this looks like something that belongs in Piss Week Worlds. Yeah. It's a, it's not very big. and um, It doesn't make – sorry, it doesn't make – sorry, I'm, I'm very burpy today. It doesn't make any architectural sense. No, no. Um, so, there's, like, an Eiffel Tower on top of it too. Yeah, yeah, it's got a little town in it all. So um, it cuts back to um, – before they get to um, – getting breaking into the castle, it cuts back to the Liberator where they find a ship in distress. And the usual Blake Seven fight about whether I should go to the rescue of this ship, blah, 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 blah. And we Gan, get a lot more Gan in this one, which is good. nice. He's, I, love, I love Gan in this one. He's very gets something to do, which is good. Strong and moral and has a few things to say about how they should go over and check and sort of and <laughs> randomly offers to sacrifice yeah, his life. Yeah, that's right. If it is a trap, I'll warn you. That villa can open fire. With you on board? If necessary. Are you feeling all right? Fine. You would give the instruction for your own death. You expect us to believe that? Yes, I expect you to believe that. And, and he says, if, if I don't come back, you can just fire on the ship. And, and, like, and you, you'd be prepared to die? Yeah, it's, and he's, it's, he's like, yep. He's all cool. He's, yeah, all, he's, all, he's, 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 he's a bit data ish in his yeah. desire um, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, just suicide me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all good. And um, there's a little bit of an Avon Villa back and forth where Villa's like, I don't like it. And Avon's like, oh, you know, we're fed up with you being such a coward. And Villa says, I'm entitled to my, my opinion. opinion. And Avon says, yes, it's the assumption that everybody else is too that's irritating. <laughs> like that. yeah, it's some, there's some nice little back and forth yeah. in this episode. Some, nice, some blacks in the fighting. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So they actually all, they do decide to go and check out a ship that they're all suspicious of. Like, I just don't understand the decision making. They all reckon it looks rubbish. Yeah. But then they send, <coughs> they send Gan over and um, they're waiting for a word back, word back, back from Gan. And... It comes back, but it sounds odd. Yeah. It sounds sort of robotic. And as the message finishes, Villa's alone on the flight deck, ready oh, to no. ready to fire on this ship. Oh, hang on. Just back yeah. before that, though, sorry. They go and check out the ship. This is before they send Gan over. But Callie and, Callie and Blake then do break do a Batman and Robin break in. Yeah, and it's very prison. 1970s Batman yeah, and Robin. Yeah, they like, throw a big grappling hook over the thing and they clamber up the rope. and <laughs> They both get up there somehow, and Kelly uses a telepathy to tell Blake there's a guard on the ramp. They both hide at the top. They're both sort of hiding in plain sight, like perched on the top of the rampart. Yes. And um, hoping the guard won't look up. Yeah. And the guard looks up, and uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's sort of they're breaking in there, and then they, they don't get discovered in this. No, no, they're not discovered. They're they're and Robin, yeah. And then cuts back to Gan. He goes over to try and communicate the thing, and offers to be exploded. And then um, uh, when, um, yeah, they Batman, I'm pretty, Kelly and Blake Batman and Robin are into Peace Week Castle. <laughs> and then the guard actually does look up in the end and Kelly just jumps on him, jumps on him and kills him. Good honour. From like, it's a, 
people have a height. So yeah, like yeah. It's at least two people height. Like yeah, at least, I broke my arm jumping that height once. Yeah, yeah. I reckon a bit at least. Yeah, at least ten meters. Mm. Anyway, high enough to hurt. Mind yourself. you, I'm not, I'm not a combat trained um, war veteran. That's and, true. She is a guerrilla war, warfare expert. But yeah. and I was jumping from concrete to concrete. So I think it's too not on Sherwood Forest land. No, south of the balcony, <laughs> doing a little bit of. Parkour. parkour, drunk parkour, New Year's Eve drunk parkour. That's, that's what, what I was do. doing. Yeah. Um, so, um, so then they get to go back to the um, liberator, and uh, Billy doesn't want to fire, but Kelly and uh, but Avon and um, General you know, like, you better fire now. And then you get this sort of disembodied sounding voice from Dan saying, "Oh, it's everything's fine, but they need our help, all right. Teleport me back, and I'll explain everything." They teleport. They're about to teleport him back, and, and but see, Villa's alone on the flight deck, deck. And while this is going on, the message finishes. Villa's all ready to go, so he sort of gets off the the blasters, and then some behind him then says, uh, "Voice print identification indicates that that was not Gan." Yeah. Um, which was which is weird of Zen. He doesn't usually volunteer information. No. But obviously, sometimes he say information. Yeah. And he'll sort of tell you some stuff, but. But yeah. Anyway, so so, so Villa then, right? Because of course, Villa's gone away from the communicator. Runs back to the communicator and goes, Avon, Avon, don't, don't teleport him, but it's too late. Yeah. And um, they teleport something over and you see Jenna go, <gasps> and then everything, something explodes. And yeah. There's a we, big flashy, flashy light, stars. Yeah. yeah. And we go it's back, we go back to the planet for boring, boring Tarkov stuff. Oh, man. Um, they get into Pisco Castle and we finish. Um, uh, Tarkov's being a complete wanker. He is a big jump. wanker. Oh, but, my God. But he's got a driver. Tice. and she's awesome. She is awesome. She she's, doesn't take any shit from him. She's fabulous, and she's she's uh she's basically she's basically dragging him the whole time, isn't yeah. she? She's like you're a coward. And I always sort of ditched him long ago. Like he anyway, she's his bodyguard. Like, yeah. In inverted commas, um, he's showing off all of his 20th century artifacts. Yeah, he's collected a whole heap of um, old crap. He thinks Blake's there to assassinate him. And won't listen to Blake when he tells him he's and not. Blake's really shitty with yeah. that. He's just like, oh, And he fuck plays Blake. him some shit music on, yeah, a, on a gramophone. Uh, it's some sort of like... I echoes of a more civilised age. It's like, really awful. It's not good. No. Like, I don't think by anybody's standards, even if you're a huge enthusiast, but maybe that's all they've got left. That's all that survived, yeah. Maybe they've lost everything else from, from you know, the old, olden days. Well, there's an indication that butterflies no longer exist. Because he yes. he's got some little, butter, you know, the pin butterflies in. Yeah. And um, Blake recognises them as butterflies and he's like, yeah, it's, it's natural history. But yeah, does he actually have even say Lepidoptera? Yeah, he does. Well, why the fuck would he know that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I only worked out what Lepidoptery was. Um, I said, why is my mum telling me that story about Audrey? And stamp collecting. That's right. Stamp collecting. That's for, <laughs> that's for latterly. But that, that's hilarious because, like, someone yeah. said someone said something about. I oh, know she was playing Triple Pursuit. And yeah. they're like, you know, what's another another word for stamp, stamp collecting. collecting? And Audrey just said, oh, I don't know anything about philately. And I'm like, yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> Clearly, you do because that's the answer. <laughs> Same with Lepidoptery. Yeah. Sorry, um, my, our great aunt was a fantastic. Yeah, she's hilarious. Um, but also, um, well, why would you know that? Like, of all anything to retain. Anyway, whatevs. Ed, he is a massive wanker. He Maybe he from, just from has a book of wanker facts Go. that he needs to know. Um, and then he pulls out a revolver and pretends to shoot Blake, but it's not loaded. It's, it's just it's, it's a whole bunch of posturing and it's just it's a big I don't even know what to call it. It's just it's boring and annoying and yeah. and 
Blake's there to convince him to go back to his people and he doesn't want to go back because he thinks he's failed. And it, yeah. th- th- this goes he's on for so big, long. Big, you know, he's all butt hurt about the fact that he lost an election. Yeah. Um, and then Blake explains to him that no, the election was rigged and um, now that the country's the, the planet's been in disarray ever since and it's all part of the Lindor strategy to make sure the planet's all at war and then the Federation when it completely breaks down will go over peace keeping force and just and grab hold of Lindor. Stock up on chocolates. Yeah, stock up on those Lindor balls um, because they are delicious. They are. I should have got They're a very box good. I should have brought a box today <laughs> for, the, for this episode. Um, yeah, so he wants to take Sarkov back to Lindor and Sarkov doesn't want to go. It turns out Kelly knows a dude called Lee Han who is seeking an alliance with Lindor and Auron. Um, for some reason, Sarko seems to know that Kelly's from Auron without even talking to her first. Or Maybe whatever. they all look alike. for later on. They do like have their kids in batches and they're all twins, remember? Like they have batches yeah. of nine kids at once and they all look the same because Kelly's sister's identical to her. And I said people couldn't afford me that. I know, I know, I know. I'm just being <laughs> facetious. <laughs> Um, anyway, so the, well, the, the long and the short of it is that they they manage to convince. Well, they don't manage to convince him. Oh, that's right. Blake threatens to destroy some of this stuff. Does he? Yeah, I, he, I like he, he picks up one of the things that's in the case and goes, "I'm going to smash this oh. unless you come with me." And has he decided to smash? Was it? A, I think an it's the butterfly. NLP? No, it's no. A, I think it's the butterfly case. Oh, okay. and he's like, "I'm going to I'm going to smash this if you don't come." He's like, oh, "Don't, don't, don't kill this. Don't, don't make wreck my don't stuff. Don't destroy this. It's things that he joyfully leaves behind later on. Anyway, yeah, but um." Uh, and so he agrees to put on the bracelet and go, and they run back. They can't because at this stage, the liberator has gone out of range mm. and can't teleport them. So they have to they have to do like a, a, a lame char- car chase in, in oh the old car. God. They take this. Car. Oh, we, that's the, we forget that that's how he meets Sarkov. He's driving back to Kisweet Castle in a vintage car. Yeah. So anyway, did you have to crank to start? Yeah, that's with that. a crank. Which I mean, I don't know if they can exist. <laughs> at all. Oh, and car in car museums. Asian car, uh, Asian car enthusiasts will still I see them try fast every now and then. I reckon they've replaced all of that stuff. I would Even think it would be. I think it would be non-safety efficient. Anyway, so. it's clearly the same car that they that John Petrie used in Doctor Who. It's the Doctor Who car, yeah. It's the Doctor Who car. So you know, they, the BBC had access to one, and they had to use it somewhere. Yeah, it's like, yeah, what are we going to do on this on this piss week world planet? Yeah, planet yeah. With, um, so I um. Yeah, so then I'm, I just put here, stunt, stunt, stunt. Well, no, um, but the best thing about it is that they're <coughs> driving along t- trying to get the Liberator to teleport them and they, they get teleported off. The car drives through a barrier moves, yeah. and then apparently explodes. explodes but they, but yeah. they don't show it, they just show the... They show all the guards going, going oh, no! ah, That's good pod, that's good pod. They're all just covering our faces <laughs> going, ah, watch out for the exploding car. Uh, but, yeah, um, you don't actually see the exploding car because that would be too expensive. It's really dangerous what they're doing too. They're driving on this car and they're probably only doing 30 k's an hour or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, like, Blake, I think Sarkoff and Tyson are in the front and Blake and Kelly are just sort of hacked. It's only a two-seater. Yeah, they're hanging off the they're sides. They're hanging off the sides. They're driving along, away from Federation Guards, so I don't understand why they don't have to shoot the tyres out. But anyway. Well, they probably um, don't understand what tyres are. I don't know. Or shoot anything because, anyway. But, um, you know, it's not too bad a stunt, but so somebody has to drive without looking through yeah. the barrier and stuff. And it must have needed some repair work done. Um, I think, the, no, the barrier looks pretty flimsy. I don't think it hurt the car at all. Yeah, maybe not. But anyway, they, they, they get they end up get tele- teleported up. But the weird thing is they get teleported up and there's no one in the teleport room when they get up there. And um So somebody's teleported them and then bugged it off. Yeah. Um and uh so Blake goes looking for everyone 
Can't find anyone. Where have they gone? What are they up to? Exactly. Yeah. Um, he tells Sarkov and Tice and Callie to stay in the teleport room while he tries to check things out. Can't find anyone. Asks Zen where they are. Zen says, uh, I only know that they're not on the flight deck, you bitch. Because yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see everywhere else. It's just ridiculous because you think he would have, he, he would be able to see. Like there'd be sensors all over this bitch. Yeah, he'd be able to see. So. Anyway, uh-huh. Zen doesn't know on this occasion. Yeah. So then, so Blake goes back to the teleport room where Jenna is. And Jenna's not looking great. Yes. Um, she uh, says that, she says that, he says, where's everyone else? And, and she, she says, says oh, they're, they're dead. dead. And then um, he turns around and he gets gassed by... With um, a super soaker. That's pretty much what it is. He has to pump... He's pumping it. He, he's, he's literally pumping the he's trigger like, like a super yeah. soaker. Right. And this, like, dust is coming out the front. And he's like, oh, no, So it's like some sort of amazement on gas or something. Yeah. Anyway, he falls over. Um, uh, so it's Amigans. So apparently form of sensor generating the smuggler types. Yep. And dressed and in sort of Persian y headgear. Just, they're, they're they're all dark skinned and they're very, and they're all wearing Mustachioed and they're and all wearing um Persian type clothing and it's extraordinarily racist. But yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> well they they're wearing like they're wearing sort of ornate Muslim headdresses sort of things. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like things that yeah, things really that you'd know. see in Prince of Persia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff. It's sort of a bit Um but they're definitely all specifically Middle Eastern looking. Yeah. Um and they're they're unscrupulous bounty hunters yeah, that's types. Right. And um they kind of show they show yeah. When Blake wakes up, everyone in everyone's there except for Jeanette in 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 the prison cell and they've all got collars on. Well, they're in the, I think they're in one of the computer rooms. Yeah. Anyway, but they've all got really little collars on like I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Wedlock. It's Rutger oh, Hauer. I haven't. It's not very good. Rutger. Rutger Hauer. So it's not very good. But it's a, movie. a lot of his movies are not very good. That's true. Um, he is in prison and he has a collar on and all the prisoners have a collar on and you've got one other person who corresponds to you. Mm-hmm. So if you try and escape, by who the collar explodes uh-huh. and blow your head off. Cool. So you don't, know, you don't know who your wedlock partner is so it keeps everybody under control because oh. they have to be nice to one another because whatever. That's good, actually. It's pretty, it's brutal. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be one. We each have two children. I'm not going to give it to the kids. We each have two children. Man, that might help. Oh, my God. No, God. Oh, God. Um, anyway. But, yeah, no. So they've got these things on their, on their necks. Um, and there's a little bit of, I, I skipped a bit of this in terms of taking notes on There's a little bit of, you know, Jenna's betrayed them. Is it all real? Can we believe her? How do we ever trust her? And the same from Tarvin's perspective with the Amagans, you know, can we trust her if she was on our side? But he takes off her little wedlock. Yeah, she hasn't got a collar um, anymore. Collar and explodes it on the ground. So that's sort of a symbol of him trusting her about things. And but he doesn't they, let her go. He doesn't let her go wandering around. Yeah, she still on a pretty tight leash, one of a word. And he keeps on saying that he's going to get 13 million credits for them and the ship or 12 million if I don't give them Jenna. Yeah. And it's like, like oh, it's up in the right. air. It's up in the air whether, whether she's worth a million credits to yeah. keep. keep. They, they've obviously they've had a thing in the yeah, past. Yeah, they've 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 been DTF before. I and think. it's interesting actually because he sort of says, you know, have I changed that much? And she says, you haven't. You saved my life. We all make mistakes. I thought you liked me. Oh, I did. Then. Have I changed so much? One of us has. No, he said, she says one of us hasn't. Hasn't, yeah. And, and it's an indication that she's become a more moral person than she yeah, was. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Um, but it, it's interesting too because, um, yeah, that, that whole business is, again, it's, again it's, it's, it's all good concept, but it drags, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just a bit slow. And it's, they keep yeah, turning and throwing between the time and time. Yeah, and it could be 
it's one of these ones, you know, you could have got a 50-minute episode done in half an hour. Yeah, if you could cut, like, half, at least half of the cycle. In fact, cut all of the cycle off. And just blame Tice because she's cool. Yeah. He's just, he's one of those. Uh, It's not the actor's fault, I don't think. I think he's been told to be imperious and... Well, he's just such an evil person, really. Yeah, and and just, you know, he's thrown all these toys out of the bath because he didn't get elected. And fled Sounds to a very familiar. Where yeah, <laughs> where he's fled to a, you know. Yeah. This planet where he's been, you know, he's basically imprisoned as he is. But I don't understand why I said I can do that. Anyway. But anyway, um, so plot, yeah. plot, plot I've got with, because I've got all Blake and everybody in the Yeah, room and uh, Avon's trying to open the door and Villa's trying to get the collar off, off Blake. And, um, Villa's saying you can't do it. They're, 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 they're trying. He's trying very hard. There's, there's a lot of good little dialogue bits in here. There's a Blake 7 fight. Oh, there's man. There's a Blake 7 fight. The be- yeah. want, I think it's the best Blake 7 fight yet, the one where they're all talking about trying to get the collar off and, and Avon sniping and Villa yeah, yeah, sniping yeah. and Dan well, sniping. Well, <laughs> Everyone's sniping at each other. And it's just like, yeah, this is one of the best ones I've seen. I'll pop it in. The other way is to force the lock. You're not going to force it, are you? And if I get it wrong, bang, no head. I trust you. And if it blows up and I'm right behind you. That's why I trust you. Good Avon Villa fight. Um, but um, uh, they hear, at one point they hear Jenna coming and she's convinced Tyvon to go and check on the prisoners. Or No, no, she's she convinces convinced. him that there's more money on the ship than he'll get for handing them in. Right. So he, she, and th- th- she's referring to the treasure room, um, which we know exists, although we've never been told that there's 300 million curtains in it. Um, mm. And she wants to go and show him an example of the money, but she wants to go by herself. He doesn't let her. So she ends up going with a guard and... and Killing the guard basically on the way. Yeah. Um, and then she tries to go and check on the prisoners, but as she's going, she gets caught. But this is this is a bit that's really annoying because it's just prolonging. I think yeah. they just said they basically said you know make it longer because because yeah. because there's no plotty reason at all for her to be except that potentially they have to pick off the underlings one by one as, as they're yeah. on the ship. But I mean, but also maybe give you the idea that because you don't really know how many of them there are anyway. So no, no, we well, never if you find know there's out. There's Tarvin and at least one other. But yeah, she goes in and has a little voice <coughs> over the prisoners and they all yeah. they all snipe at her for being a betrayer and blah blah. But at that time she actually undoes Blake's hand too. Does she? Yeah. She undoes Blake's hand. Uh, I just saw her kicking something. I didn't realise that she was undoing. She kicks something out of the way or but but, but at one point Blake's still his hands tied behind his back and then after she's gone his hands are free. Oh no 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 no, because Villa does that. Villa oh, takes okay. it off. Right. Yeah, no, I I think she was oh, she, she goes around behind Oh and she sees what Villa's using to try and open the thing and she just kicks it to the side. Rather than yeah, confiscating yeah, so it, that's right. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So rather than confiscating it and blowing a whistle on it, she just kicks it out of the way. Also, so the guards won't see it. At some point, Villa, uh, not Villa, Avon pulls a pick out of his shoe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they've got stuff that they've, they've, they've prepared. These they're guys like, are apparently professional bounty hunters, but they're pretty shit at it. Really. Yeah, they're not, get good. they're not very good when it's all said and done. Um, so then, um, yeah, plot, plot, plot. I've got um, Villa finally gets Blake's wedlock bracelet, wedlock neck. Um, choker undone and a good little bit of acting there. I've done it, I've done it and everybody freaks out because yes. they're waiting for somebody to explode yeah. <laughs> and um, and Avon also at the same time pretty much opens the door Yeah. and Villa's like what? You opened the door? You didn't open the door, I didn't believe him. Yeah, yeah. So no one's opened the door and then Avon just goes Villa get my thing off and Villa's like who's going to take mine off? Yeah. <laughs> and then Avon and then, Villa, and then Kelly says me next. I'm going next. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. But she's clearly watching to see what Villa does so that yeah, she can get his I off as so, well. Yeah. But, but, you know, but Villa's a like, bit. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But he's not going to get his off at all ever. Um, meanwhile, Jenna's wandering around the ship, um, you know, after having visited the prisoners. Um, 
and she wants to go back and see Carver and all of that. No, she, she, she ends up, like, Blake's wandering around free now to pick his collars off, and um, they run into each other, and he nearly gets killed, but she kills the other guy. Yeah, but she's, yeah. Already, she's, already, she's already got rid of one animal. She's got rid of two of them. Kicking him in the stomach is apparently enough to win I think she, she just sort of waves her fist in front of their face, and they fall over. Oh, okay. That happens in the and second one, anyway. Fair enough. <laughs> yep, pretty good power. pretty effective, too. Um, but, yeah, she, kill, she kills two of them, and then a third one went, who tries to kill Blake. Chris, she's gotten rid of three yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. And she doesn't have any of this sort of, you know, not not hesitating about killing people, which sometimes it's sort of so in, inconsistent. Like sometimes people will just gladly shoot people and sometimes they just have some sort of moral thing that gets in the way and they yeah, I think it's a, drop the gun and punch Well, Gan obviously can't kill anyone. Um, Villa doesn't want to because he's a coward. He's like, you know, what, how what, how do you shoot the devil in the face? What have you missed? Yeah. Um, and... Um, Avon will kill anything. But I don't, I've seen him often just drop the gun and punch people on the face. Mm. Or, like, do this. There's a really good, I think it's in, did you see it? Orac? Mm. Or might be. Oh, no, I seen um, the one after Orac. Redemption. Oh, not Redemption. Anyway, it's one where he just snap kicks somebody in the chest. Nice. Like, yeah, not around house. Not like around house, like in, um, oh, what's it called? One of the episodes start it. But anyway, okay, the generals are all generals are all Admiral Roundhouse. Not like Admiral Roundhouse. <laughs> you just snap kick somebody in the chest. Um so anyway, the Federation's on its way, Tarvin's having a good old chat to them about the rendezvous at some seven minutes. And then there's another like good long five minutes of cycle being an absolute toss up. Yeah. Just, you know, saying, Oh, you know, you're a prince among men and there's an ironic type, so you have to be this to be a prince and you have to be that and you can't be good without being bad and it, goes forever and it's so boring uh, that at some point tice gets out of yeah tice gets out of a gun from her boot yeah shitty shitty bounty hunter really yeah, yeah, yeah. um gets a bit and aims it at um aims it at tarvin and there's a bit heat and something happens and tarvin distracts her and flicks the gun out of the way and sarkov picks up the gun and then there's about 10 minutes of shoot him shoot him shoot him shoot him shoot him and like you know, I'm President Sarkov's daughter. Is that where it comes up? I don't know. Yeah, she says shoot him, father. And that's yeah, the first time right. you realise that she's still. And so what? Anyway, um, I suppose that's the reason she's stuck around so long. Yeah, such, such a, a wanker. Fucking ass. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And uh, yeah, finally, I think they all Blake and the general everybody all rush in, and um, Sarkov does shoot him, and, yeah. and then they can all just fuck off. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> they get out, they get away before the Federation ship. Twenty seven minutes to rendezvous. Yeah, they escape. And um. Yeah. The button um, on the episode is them sending uh, Sarkov back to yeah, yeah. Link Chocolate Planet. Because at all of this point, or all the way along, he's like, I can't possibly play when I cover. I'm so useless, I'm so useless, I've failed, I've failed. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Have a big pity party all on your own. And um, then finally, she says, Shoot him, father. He's her dad. And she he shoots Tarvin, and all of a sudden, he's okay to go back and be president again. Yeah, because oh, it's, it's, it's the whole die. It's the, it's the die hard. Factor. Kill the kid. I shot a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I killed a kid and then he kills Hey the end of Die Hard when, when the black cop shoots the guy and it's like yeah. the best thing ever and suddenly he's cured of all his PTSD because oh, he killed the kid right. because he kills the guy in, in, in Oh okay. I haven't seen Die Hard. What? I know. <laughs> I've seen what? I've just seen that scene where Bruce Willis is walking across the broken glass. Oh yeah, that's and I can't do it. No, it's not good. I think that's been on at some point. I can't I sort of vaguely know what the plot, like the plot is. It's not really a plot. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there is a plot. But it's Bruce Willis it's, trying um, to save his family. And it's Bruce like, Willis, no, no. I've seen definitely Die Hard 2. Yeah. Well, well that's on the airplane. Is Die Hard yes. on the train? Die, no, no. Die Hard's in, in a big, uh, uh, 
I go, no, the Christmas has to do a Die Hard podcast, okay? okay? Well, you have to watch the first one. It'll be a Christmas special, okay? okay? Because right. it is a Christmas movie. You're going to watch it with me. Is it? Is that the one with the South African guy who goes diplomatic community? He's the big kid in LA. Is that that one? No. No. That must be another one with Mel Gibson. No, this is the one with, it's, um, yeah, no, I won't watch it's Snape, Professor Snape. Um, Alan Rickman is oh, the, the okay. main oh, dude. He's the bad guy. He's the bad guy and he's fabulous. Yeah, well, he's fabulous. Well, and fabulous. I respect Yeah, there's some, there's just, it's, I mean, I can't believe you haven't seen it. I mean, okay, I know we're not very big on pop, pop culture, but. Or action films or violence. Bruce Willis. But anyway, okay, we can do that. That's fine. Okay. Um, so Christmas yeah. special coming up soon. You'll watch this first, guys. Yeah, so Sarkoff and um, Tice both fuck off and everybody's welcome on Planet Chocolate. Yeah, everybody's welcome on Chocolate. But, but then but then Tice sort of has had absolutely no indication of flirting at all before no. now, but then she says, goodbye, Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Kat, Jenna and Callie have this little moment saying, I don't think she was saying goodbye to all of us, do you? And No. Fucking hell, really. Slide with some ending. It's like, God almighty. Yeah. Anyway. Um, did you so, did you like this episode, Megan? Um, if if they had had less sarcasm in it, mm-hmm. I would have been okay. I would have been okay if they'd explained a few things. Uh, not explained a few things, but and there were things about it that were fun, like um, like Pacific Broadcast. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that because I just thought that was cool. The stunts were good. Kelly was a great stunt. Um, the Avon Villa exchange about. Everybody being a family opinion, that was good too. Yeah. Um, and look, I think for the first probably four or five minutes uh-huh. of them getting like dribbled out, I didn't really know if Gary yeah, had changed weird. side or not. Yeah, either. yeah, there was a bit I of thought it was a there. potential that, yeah, maybe she had. I mean, I mean, I did know that she hadn't, but I could see if that was, if you were just watching this episode, the first episode, you wouldn't know. No. Um, so and it, I mean, that's interesting too, because when they're talking about uh, when they're in the prison cell with Blake for the first time and um, Blake asks immediately, did Jenna call them? Like, was Jenna, did Jenna write us out? Like he would accept, expect her to. And, yeah, and yeah. that that is an interesting little point. I mean, I think that that's something that we don't really think about so much, having been used to sort of ensemble casts who trust each other and love each other all the time. Yeah. That, that actually, actually, Blake is on a ship full of criminals who are likely to betray him at any yeah, moment. At any moment. Right. Um, but, yeah, she did, She doesn't, of course, and that, that's good. I... I, I yeah, I didn't like it as much as some of the previous episodes. I'd, I'd say on balance I enjoyed it, mm. but it just, as I said, it just there were huge patches of nothing happening. Yeah. And I or know backing that, and forthing between things that were and just repe- rehashing and, what had happened And repeating anyway. plot points that didn't need to be repeated and, you know, just way too much cycle. Yeah. And I think that the yeah the scripting was that was bad for all of the stuff with Sarkov. Yeah. It was just plain out bad. Yeah. And, um, and, and for no reason is this Lee Han character – I mean, all it, I suppose all it does is sort of demonstrate this thing about Callie's planet, which is if you fail while you're off world, you can't go back. You can't yeah. go back. Which I mean, anyway. But Lee Han can't go back because he hasn't failed. But um, Callie says to Sarkov, you know, if you see Lee Han again, go home. you can come home because he didn't fail. But and he, he did because the alliance wasn't there yet. And anyway, he wasn't the one who did it anyway. Well, I suppose he wasn't the one who rigged the elections. But you know, it's just sort of. It's, yeah, there's there's just it's just there's too many inconsistencies and too many plot lots holes, of loose ends and things that go nowhere and don't really serve any purpose. And yeah, just repetitive stuff that it, it was just a, it was a clumsy episode. You know how we talked about how Mission to Destiny was a really tight episode yeah, that's right. where everything that happened everything that happened was and even Jewel to that point was was like that a bit because yeah, there were bits where you were bored, but you were supposed to be bored, like the bit where yeah, but this was just yeah. I did love Jenna taking command. That yeah. when they, when everyone goes down and they have to leave, she's really commanding, and you can see 
the potential for her in her as a leader. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the first good, gen- really good Jenna episode we've had, and the first vaguely good Gan episode we've had, it was disappointing on both counts. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, just sort of ruined by the whole Sarkov folly this week world. Miss <laughs> of it, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh-huh. uh, did you find yourself a Brian? I shall return to them I did find myself a Brian. My Brian has got to be, um, well, I'm going to give a combined Brian to Avon and Villa. Oh okay. Yeah, for their for their for their doing each other's jobs thing where where Avon opens the door and, Avon, and yeah. Villa and Villa does the thing and just that that little that moment where Villa went, oh, I've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, scaring the shit absolute shit out of everybody. Yeah, so I just I love that bit. I mean, yeah, there was a was few other bits too. of dialogue, um, like the the, the Blake seven fight, which was centered around Blake and Avon and Villa sniping at each other, was just a a really good little indication of their relationship. So I think that they can be dual Brian's yeah. for me today. Okay. Hmm. What about you? Did you have a Brian? I had a Brian. My Brian was Callie for the stunt for uh, jumping off the top of a building because I reckon that's the sort of thing Brian Blessed would do. Oh, he hell yeah. He's Mount, Mount he, Everest. He sleeps really well the night before, though. Yeah, he makes sure he has a good nap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a good nap. Climb up that castle wall, that Mona Robin style and then jump on a guard. Definitely, yep. that's what Brian would do, and he would probably do it in a leopard print jacket oh, hell yeah. as well. Oh hell yeah! So Kelly was my Brian this week. Fantastic! I think that's yeah. a good Brian. I think we had some good. We have to start tallying up the Brians and we do. Get some... We do. We have to get a spreadsheet together about yeah. them. Yeah, don't, don't keep on All telling right. me about spreadsheets, God. Well, maybe I'll do one. I don't know. Have you ever used Excel? I yeah, I have Hell never yeah. used it. Shit, yeah. In a professional setting. So. Oh man, I'm all over it like a wet, hot flannel. Hot uh, like a hot flannel. Well, I'm not very. I don't use it so much for numbers as much as as letters. I um yeah, collate data and I've done all that sort of stuff. Um, for things, for projects and and shit and stuff that I don't do anymore at the moment. But so you're flipping through. What are you flipping through there? Maybe? I'm trying to find out which episode we've got next week. And we have got a really cool episode next week, which this is the one I was talking about before, where I think Avon does snap kick somebody in the chest. Oh, cool. So it's Deliverance. Oh, isn't it? It's Deliverance, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, shit. This is so hilarious. Like, it's really week. cool. Um, yeah. The cool oh, so we are cool. quite close to the end of the series because um, yeah, then there's, then there's Aurac, Deliverance, then Borak, and then yeah, and that's the it. end of series that, one. Yeah, that's right. So I guess we can have to change. I have to change things on the podcast to say series two. My God. Oh, no. It's going too fast. <laughs> I know. I got sad the other day. I know. Anyway, okay. So Deliverance, the Cruel Liberate, the Liberate, the Liberate. But easier to say than bureaucratic and bureaucratic kind of face. The liberator. Witness an explosion and crash of, crash of a space, spacecraft as it approaches its opponent, Cephalon. That's all I'm going to say about it. Cephalon. But that's um that's what's happening uh, next, next podcast. And until then, we've got uh, the housekeeping. You can reach me at Megalula on Twitter. I haven't checked for a couple of weeks, but have a check every day. I think I tweeted you yesterday. Did you? Um, I yeah, I tweeted, I tweeted you. Oh no, because I gave you a long story about how how much of a super nerd I was. Because, oh. uh, <coughs> but I told you about that in person too. So. Oh okay, all right. Just had um, to follow up in written form. <coughs> I had to make sure it was written down. I need people to know that I'm I'm a nerd. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've since been out nerded by Claire Fass, whom yeah. we should thank for our um cover art because I it, it, I had a big nerd out about Star Trek 
Star, Star Wars yesterday. Oh yeah, that's um, right. Because uh, someone stopped me on the street. Well, well didn't stop house. me on the street. Um, I let a couple of people into my sister's apartment block um, who were too busy arguing about where in the timeline the new movie Solo was. And they were saying that it was um, set, had to be set after, after The Phantom Menace because Darth Maul was in it. And of course, ping, 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 Imogen Star Wars nerd alert went off. And I said, well, actually, Darth Maul did survive getting cut in half and was a regular on um, Star Wars Rebels. But then Claire pointed out that he was also a regular on Star Wars Clone Wars. So. Right. Anyone who's still listening, thank you, Claire Fass, <laughs> for none our of, cover art. None of that meant anything to me. <laughs> and thank you... Um, to Jeff Loves, Big, Jeff Loves Big Disco Sound for our RCP. intro and outro music. Um, do we else need to thank today? Um, uh, no, we just need to we're at pay, uh, hashtag takeup on C-A-S-T. C-A-S-T. You want to chat about the car? And we're at Classically Awful. Classically A. Classically A on Twitter. And Gmail is Classically Awful at So if you have any questions or... Um, things you want to point out about any... particular episodes that we might have missed. Um, I mean, I can say now that since we have very few emails, I won't object to being told we're wrong about something. That might get old later, but for the moment, please do give us some trivia. Um, if you have any fan fiction you want to yeah. share, especially if it's for, for upcoming episodes or for episodes we've already covered. Um, yeah, and any Blake 7 news you want to share or talk about, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And that's it for this week. Yes, we'll see you next week. week. Bye. Bye, viewers.